Welcome to Smokin' Sounds, your ultimate destination for a harmonious blend of cigars and music. If you're passionate about the rich aroma of a fine cigar in one hand, and the rhythm of your favorite tunes in the other, you found your new audio heaven. Whether you're a seasoned aficionado or just taking your first puff, Smokin' Sounds is your guide to a sensory experience like no other. So sit back, relax, and let the intoxicating blends of tobacco and melodies ignite your senses. I'm Sean, one of the hosts of Smoking Sounds, and joining me is a man who needs no introduction. Hello, everybody. Fresh off of his Tennessee Backyard Wrestling Tour, it's Justin. Right on. You know who it is, and you haven't got the guts to go with me. That's right. From bell to bell. <laughs> no, no, just a little, just a little fun there, everybody. So, my name is Justin, and uh, I'm primarily a pipe smoker, but I do enjoy uh, the the uh, the occasional cigar, especially when they belong to Sean. And uh, <laughs> you know, so um, I just love to say hello to everybody and and uh sort of get comfortable here this is the first podcast i've ever done ever in the history of ever so uh a little nervous here but uh let me let me just start out by saying a few things uh first of all we will get into all kinds of cigars and music uh first things first uh this is not really the justin and sean program this is you know, sound and smoke, and or smoke and sound, or smoke and sounds, whichever, 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 whichever hey, one. Hey, man, you know. <laughs> and now, usually, I'll have a cigar and a glass of bourbon uh, by my side. And obviously, for this first one, I don't even need bourbon to be sort of discombobulated. <laughs> but but this is you know this is the Sean's brainchild, and again, he just sort of lets me come in and and smoke his cigars and bring my own uh, flask and uh, you know do what I do and that's to sort of sit around and talk about stuff and and try to get people interested in pipe smoking as well um, yeah and uh, before we get into today's episode I've got to give credit to Rob one of my good friends from the totally 80s and 90s recall podcast Rob and Dave have been a huge inspiration for me uh, in my other podcast adventures but um, I had posted a picture of a cigar on Facebook, and Rob asked me, he said, are you a cigar guy? And I said, yeah, are you? And he said, no, but I want to be. And so that's what inspired Smoking Sounds. Excellent. And uh, it's like, I thought, you know, there's a ton of podcasts out there that are cigar podcasts and eat, drink, smoke with a great podcast. And, and you know. but Tony Katz. Tony yeah. K- yeah. And, and, and uh, Fingers. Uh, Malloy. Malloy. Yeah. I almost said McGee. Thanks for having my back there, Justin. But, um, you know, I thought, what would be a... We Let's be honest. We've known each other for coming up on, what, 30 years now, right? I'll never admit to it, but yeah. <laughs> um, but we wanted to do this several years ago and and we just now we is the time we have the equipment we have the availabilities we have the ability and and this is long overdue but i've got to give credit to rob uh 
for inspiring this this uh, Smoke and Sounds podcast. Uh, so so listen, make sure you subscribe to Smoke and Sounds on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on all social medias at Smoking Sounds Pod um, to never miss a beat or a draw. Right on. So, um, but yeah, so. This is just kind of an introductory episode. We're going to talk a little bit about cigars, throw some music in here in, in just a few. But, Justin, I really wanted the listeners to kind of get to know you. Um, uh, some of my listeners will, will recognize me from Generation Rewind uh, and Pod 10, a couple of other podcasts that I've done. So they, they kind of know about me, and they're probably, frankly, tired of hearing about me. So I'm going to kind of hand the mic over to you, my friend, and let you tell us a little bit about you. Like I, You know, you mentioned... Uh, you're a big pipe guy uh, so you know just kind of tell us about uh, what inspires you you know every day and kind of let, let's get the listeners a chance to get to know you a little bit well I tell you what uh, I'm very uh, happy to be here in Smoking Sounds and uh, uh, pi- yes pipe smoking for me and music are both if you will spiritual pursuits they are uh, they're sort of here today and gone tomorrow, you know, like, like, like the vapor of, you know, from a cigar pipe. Um, and, uh, you know, I just happen to uh, enjoy both. And uh, I've known uh, Brother Sean here for, for a long time, <laughs> as he mentioned. And, uh, uh, you know, we have our roots back in uh, broadcasting and, and such. And so... Um, uh, now the one K A B C yes K A B S indeed That's so right. uh, so again so if I'm shaky on the mic or whatever I again I've never done uh, the, you know this kind of thing before uh, so now uh, just a few things I'll mention uh, I will uh, uh, one of my uh, Real loves is uh, pipe smoking, as I've mentioned, and and uh, I think that uh, unlike cigar smoking, even uh, pipe smoking is much more introspective. It's much more uh, uh, thought provoking. Uh, it's been said that once a man takes to a pipe, he becomes a philosopher, and once a man takes to a cigar, he becomes powerful so uh, if you are an astute listener you can hear the difference Uh, but cigars tend to be much more um, uh, extroverted in their uh, in their uh, content whereas pipe smoking so we you know not only is that a great contrast uh, uh, you know from cigars and pipes but also music tends to be both as well like certain music is of course a very thought-provoking, very in, you know uh, introverted. Other music is very uh, extroverted, very uh, you know say crowd-centric, you know dance, 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 or whatever. And uh, so uh, again, I, I love this contrast of smoke and sounds. Um, we we will discuss all kinds of music. I certainly will. Um, I'm not a prisoner to any genre. I like electronic. I love jazz, and I think jazz will probably be uh, probably be uh, central to this podcast. But I'm not uh, a prisoner to to jazz or to electronic. I like metal. I like uh, today's country. I like 
all kinds of things because I think you can find the value in, in those things, you know, just like you can find uh, value maybe in a in a, a tobacco you didn't think you would like or cigars uh, maybe you didn't think you would be into, but you can find kind of the value. And that is, that's, um, I, I look at this uh, smoke and sounds as a pursuit, a, a journey. Now, if you, if you are on a pursuit, you don't know where you're going and you don't know what you'll find. If you know what you'll find, if you know exactly what's going to be there, you're not pursuing anything. You're just moving to a different location or what have you. But a pursuit, you don't know where it is. And so um, that's what I think about, again, smoking sounds. It, it, it's a lot of things, and, and I think it's, it's going to become a lot of things. But, uh, uh, two, I, I hope in the future we can... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably say refer to the first episode you, you get my base philosophy on, on these things. The only thing I'll briefly mention too, and this is the only time I'll mention it, uh, I am uh, visually impaired, uh, so I you know, don't watch a lot of movies, uh, don't, don't watch a lot of uh, uh, TV except for wrestling. And, uh, <laughs> oh and, yeah, uh, brother! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the other thing... Uh, so yeah, so so, but again, I don't want that to be. You know, I'm not, I'm not a blind pipe smoker. I'm not a blind whiskey drinker. I'm a pipe smoker and whiskey drinker and and uh, and thinker, who happens to be, uh, who happens to have a, a physical characteristic of, of being disabled. But but most of that um, is uh, going to be, uh, you know, just kept in the background there. The only other thing I'll say is that oftentimes my ideas are different from other people and I've been known to be controversial, not because of the, the amount of F-bombs I drop or the sexually explicit nature, but because uh, my ideas, I just tend to kind of pop out with different things. Like I might just casually walk by and say, you know, 90, 95% of all gun laws are unconstitutional. Now again, and and it will. Now you can disagree in the comments, and I hope you do. Uh, I may respond. I may not. You know, this is not the place to argue gun control or politics. Or but it, but again, I have these ideas, and this is and that's just kind of what I do because none of this stuff, music, cigars, bourbon, none of this stuff happens in a vacuum. It absolutely happens uh, all together. I mean, it's all one you know package. And I think uh, too many times, a lot, lot of the uh, other cigar review places that you can find oftentimes have, um, they often have, you know, they, they just, all they pay attention, they, 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 they do the minute detail. And to me, I'm much more interested to hear how, you know, your smoke and your sound, you know, affect you and your life. And again, and uh, your pursuit. Um, pipe smoking is like prayer and we'll get into that later so that's a little bit about me that's a little bit about about what uh what i am and what uh, what you can hear but again this is always uh smoke and sounds uh, i i i refuse to accept if anyone calls this the sean and justin show uh this is smoke and sounds the brainchild of Brother Sean. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I'm, I'm glad that the, the listeners got to learn a little bit, a little cliff note version of you there. Um, 
And and I guess so. One of the questions before we kind of get into a, a cigar that we both have enjoyed here recently. Okay. Um, why do you think it is that that bourbon cigars and jazz music just go hand in hand? Like it's almost like peanut butter and jelly, if you will. You, if if you're gonna smoke a cigar, it's like you can almost hear the jazz notes playing as you're picking out that cigar. It's interesting you say that. Um, I think because uh, unlike, let's say, a cigarette, and uh, let's say a cigarette and a pop song uh, or uh, a, you know, a glass of uh, Michelob Ultra, uh, the, those things I just mentioned are very... Uh, straightforward. They they have one flavor profile. As you know, a cigar has many. You know, there's there's earth, there's wood, there's uh, even floral notes underneath. There yep. is uh, a, a variety, and of course, uh, bourbon. Good bourbon uh, is the same way. Um, so uh, it, it makes sense that those complex uh, pleasures uh, would accompany one another and of course it, it and of course i don't even have to uh mention that music of course particularly jazz which has you know improv solos which has uh different voicing instruments you know it's not just the same rock beat and you know da 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 you know it's not that it's it's uh, many voices speaking together to form again it's a complex pl uh, pleasure it's a, it's a, so to me it it's it's absolutely uh, organic and uh, absolutely uh, uh, just I inevitable really well I was having a um, the blackened cigar by Metallica uh, a couple weeks ago and um, it's funny because I happen to and I'm gonna try not to butcher this gentleman's name Joe Bonamassu, the blues player. I don't know if do you know. I've uh, yes, I've heard of him. Got it. Um, got it. Let me. Um, well, well, let's play a little bit of him here so you can kind of see right. what I'm talking about because it, it, I don't know if it's because it was a a darker blend, but I had this song playing in the background while I was enjoying that double Maduro from Drew Estate, the Blacken. That James Hetfield actually was, you know, hands-in on creating uh, for for their M81. Uh, that's and we're going to try to get some of the black and whiskey so we can do a pairing with that. But I just placed an order today. Okay, from so, my local um, establishment. I just placed an order today, so uh, that that will be on the way, and we are, we will definitely be doing a pairing on that. Um, but yeah, but I found this. This kind of blues music goes goes well with a cigar as well. Yeah, well, not, and blues, interestingly, see, it's complex not because the many instruments, like I was saying, the jazz, but blues is is emotionally complex because see, even among their apparent, you know, sadness or kind of being down, there's a certain toughness. There is a, you know, there is a certain amount of. Uh, uh, even angst underneath that. So again, it's complex. And to me, the 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 darker, more Maduro type rappers offer that sort of additional, a kind of oily, earthy complexity. Uh, so again, yeah, that, that's no, you're ex you're exactly right. I mean, you're 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 spot on on that. And you know, and so another thing that I kind of wanted to have in this episode or in this podcast of Smoke and Sounds is is. Kind of like what we said in the opening, is if 
it doesn't matter if you're an aficionado or if you've never taken a puff off of a cigar maybe you're somebody who really wants to be a cigar smoker and um, I would like to be able to be a place that people can come uh, as a source of information of like okay I'm, I want to try a cigar but I'm afraid what do I do right and so I'm going to tell you what I did you know because um, my wife got me a pipe for Christmas and I went into a uh, Ted's Pipe Shop to get some pipe tobacco because I knew that that's where you used to buy your pipe tobacco from, or, or you still do. Um, oh, yeah. Sometimes. And while I was making my decision, I wandered into the humidor and I saw the Punch Maduro Maduros that we used to enjoy and right Romeo on. and Juliettas. And, and I thought, <laughs> man, I, you know, I want to buy a couple of sticks. So um, bought a couple of sticks and I was like, you know, I don't have Justin here with me, and I don't have the the guys at the tobacco pouch to help me cut it and light it. So it's like I've got to learn how to do this stuff now, right? Um, so that's kind of what started my cigar journey. Was uh, I started on? I'll be honest with you, Cigar Aficionado has a great uh, section on their web call, website called. Um, uh, Cigars 101, yeah. yeah. And I yeah. mean, there's even videos on there uh, on how to light a cigar, you know, because it's you don't just put fl- flame to, to tobacco. You, you know, there's a method of turning it and lighting it and, and even the different cuts, like a straight cut, a V cut, a punch. Uh, I mean, there's there's it's it's an art form. Is, does, does that, am I describing it right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, there's, you know, the, what most people might be familiar with is like the little guillotine cutters. You squeeze them together and it snaps that head off there. Yes, I mean, so all, you know, see, all good uh, uh, pleasures like this are they can be nuanced, but that can that can kind of scare off people. But yeah, definitely we want to kind of come in, you know, come at this. And I think what uh, I think what we'll do probably rather than just jump in like with all the cigar lingo and all that. I think as the episodes go, I think we will uh, sort of be again be on this journey, be on this pursuit, uh, and we'll start out with you know maybe you know basic things about cigars, maybe basic things about. Uh, pipe smoking and and, uh, and we move you know and we, and we kind of progress together uh, you know as we're as we're hitting it um, oh the punch Maduro Maduro and it's it's, it's been a, it's been a, been, it's a, been a few few years man since I had a punch Maduro Maduro I just passed brother Sean the other day I passed him a punch signature that's right and uh, and, and now I didn't know if you had a chance to to give that one the once over. Well, you know, I'm a big punch signature fan. Um, I'm glad to have that in my humidor. I am actually because that is, uh, I guess, in the industry they would call a gordo. It's a, yes. it's or a sixty. It's a, it's a big ring gauge cigar, and so sixty ring gauge. Yeah, I want to. Uh, I'm going to save that for a day where I can stand out there and enjoy all of that cigar. Um, and if you are new to cigars, um, I. Don't start with the Punch Maduro Maduro. No. <laughs> <laughs> that will put you on your keister. Yeah. Um, that, you, you have to be ready for that. I, I would definitely recommend for uh, if you were just going into the place and you just needed some names, I would say Arturo Fuente or Macanudo. Yeah. Uh, Great Connecticut's from both of those right. and, companies. And, 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 oh, by the way, I would say, that now for the, again, if you don't know, we're going to start from again. So the Connecticut, you look at the cigars, like they're the lighter colored ones, yeah. not the darker ones. I want you to start with, you can go into the cigar shop and say, hey, I need a, I need a Macanudo. Uh, about everything they make is pretty mild. So you can say Macanudo uh, and Connecticut wrapper, and you say, hey, pick me up a good one. Um, even the size is uh, important here. I uh, I wouldn't go for the 
the really the, the like the long skinny ones like the Lonsdales um, because you won't uh, you know unless you're a seasoned cigar smoker you don't know how to get the flavor out of that I would say probably Robusto yeah that's which is exactly like, what I was going to say yeah like 52 yeah 50 ring gauge yeah, something like five that times 50 yeah. yeah yeah and so yeah but yeah but but you don't want a Churchill either you don't want something that your first couple cigars takes you like an hour and a half you know and you're about ready to fall over you know so <laughs> yeah. so yeah you want it but but you want to get to know that complexity and see you know this is not just a big fat cigarette you know this is not you know that this is something totally different it's cured differently it's fermented uh differently um and uh, uh and now i'll be honest just if you are coming from a place of uh cigarettes or chewing tobacco or something like this um the uh the nicotine is uh, different uh it's uh it, it's a lot at once sometimes, so sometimes that can be uh, 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 something to get used to. Um, now, and, and if you find yourself with a, a little Nick sick, uh, uh, Perdomo has a great video on YouTube about how to handle not becoming nauseous after smoking a cigar. Oh, wow. That was another thing that I found in my journey. Um, Keep, always keep a piece of candy with you um, if you're new to cigar smoking. Um, and another great Connecticut that you might look at from your local tobacconist, uh, go into your local shop, man. I promise you, your local tobacconist is going to be glad to have you there um, and is going to be so happy to show you around. Um, Foundation Cigars makes one called Charter Oak, and they have a really good Connecticut. It's a very mild Connecticut, uh, and, and they have it in the Robusto size or the Gordo size. Get you a nice Robusto uh, uh, Charter Oak or Rocky Patel's Vintage 1999. That's going to be a little bit more uh, money out of the pocketbook than the Charter Oak. But, a little pricier, yeah. But, man, you talk about a buttery, creamy, smooth cigar. Uh, I don't know that I can describe it any other way than that. No, that, that's pretty good. Uh, now, now, speaking of that, so uh, now, now, my, now, my man, brother Sean. Now, now, he's not uh, much into the uh, into alcohol. Uh, you know, he <laughs> he just doesn't do that. But I tell you what, you know what? He taught me something the other day. Just the other day. So we were, you know, we were having a uh, we were having a smoke, and uh, he said, "Oh, you know, when you need something to drink," I said, "Yeah, yeah, you know." Hey, you know, I th you know, I thought he's going to bring me, you know, uh, you know, Newcastle Brown Ale or something like that. But <laughs> but but he but he he rolls up with the uh, he rolls up with the with the Diet Pepsi. That's right. And I know I I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying that you're like no way, no way. And but especially for the Connecticut wrapper cigars. It worked. You see, I'm onto something here. Yeah. See, again, <laughs> see, it's a, it's it's the pursuit. See, you don't yeah. know what you see. Oh, we don't do cigars and Diet Pepsi. Well, see, you would have missed out because that Diet Pepsi kind of added you because when you're saying the buttery creaminess of that cigar, uh -huh. that see that Diet Pepsi kind of added to that creaminess, kind of added to that kind of sense of. Uh, uh, kind of the sense of almost, almost kind of milky kind of texture in your mouth with that that in the smoke. Yeah, uh, you know. So uh, again, uh, sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you should try. Um, but um, uh, the reason the reason why most people use bourbon instead of Diet Pepsi is <laughs> is because uh, bourbon 
has the same kind of woody and earthy, you know, from being uh, uh, stored in the barrels. It has that kind of, it kind of complements that woody and earthy uh, 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 taste that a lot of cigars have, particularly Maduro's. And now I would also say too, now this is why in my opinion, see I'm already gonna get heat, because, <laughs> because in my opinion, scotch doesn't work with cigars. And you say, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, <laughs> yeah. But scotch doesn't work, and, and here's why, and, 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 this, and this is my opinion. Uh, uh, been smoking a pipe and off and on cigars since I was 18, and I'm almost 22 now. No, <laughs> no just kidding. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, but the, the peatiness in scotch if you know what i'm talking about it's kind of a it's kind of a wet earth kind of taste that's in scotch if you have good uh scotch uh not like you know not like whittiers or whatever but but you know, like particular single balls it has that peaty kind of undertaste in my opinion now see that is kind of wet earth kind of crashes with the earthiness say of a maduro or even a connecticut so I, I, that's why you usually see bourbon or like blended whiskey, like you know, say Crown Royal or or Jameson or something like this. That's why that works with cigars and Scotch doesn't. You know, just it, it, and so keep just, in mind. Just so we're clear here, I have a glass that looks like a Scotch glass and uh, Milo sweet tea, and it looks like bourbon, and, and you know that. So, <laughs> and I only I say gotcha. that because. Um, I was having a cigar and, and and I was outside and and I had that little glass and I had some tea in it and and just because I, that was the glass I grabbed and one of my neighbors asked me he said what kind of bourbon is that you're drinking with that cigar oh wow and there I you said go. it's Milo's and he said I've not heard of that one and I said yeah because it's in the tea section <laughs> oh I gotcha yeah I'd be like oh it's that yeah it's that new Lipton bourbon you know right. comes in the you, you soak it out of the bag you know you steepy steepy so yeah so uh, so again so. Now, the the other thing I would say here is if you're going to pair cigars with beer, which a lot of people do, this w this could almost be it, and that that could almost be an episode in and of itself, cigars and beer because we have the light loggers, the stouts, the uh, the you know all those crafty uh, wheat beers and stuff like that. Um, uh, but I'm just saying, be aware of the taste profile of your cigar and like so the connecticut's go with the say the standard american lager uh, yingling or pbr uh that kind of thing you know see i'm a very blue collar kind of guy look at that i, I, see, I don't I, see, see <laughs> right I, to the pbr right on see i see i don't i don't reference stuff like you know i didn't say oh like the that that orangey wheat beer from you know from whatever you know uh, you know I immediately say which which one goes best with PBR which one goes best you know with uh, uh, Yingling uh, Lager um, all that so the Connecticut's do now so if we get into say Maduro's uh, and Stouts and such and such um, yeah we'll have to that that could take a while to really kind of break down and and go through and uh the only other pairing i would say at this point you say you say well let me get some cigars and sit back with the drink the uh, the only other thing i would say like vodka gin you know all those clear liquors don't go there dude just just don't go there yeah, those just don't seem like they would work no so uh and nothing flavored like you know if you get like um 
uh, like peach whiskey or if you get, uh, you know, like Kahlua and stuff like that. I know you think Kahlua would go because it's kind of coffee, chocolatey. Uh-huh. It doesn't. What, what about a Zima with a Jolly Rancher? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you remember those? Oh, yeah. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear you say that. <laughs> we'll <laughs> no. edit that out and oh, post. Yeah. So, yeah, Zima. Excuse me. I ordered a Zima. You know, you smoke, maybe you used to be able to smoke in the restaurants, and they'd yeah. say, hey, I ordered a Zima, not emphysema. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah. you know, that's a that's a Simpsons reference. So, um, um, before, before we wrap this up, I... Providing great information for the listeners, but I wanted so we both have smoked the white label uh, from Rocky Patel. Indeed, uh, crafted in Nicaragua, this medium-bodied cigar showcases a stunning Connecticut wrapper. This, stunning. This flawless stick offers a rich notes of cedar, cream, and undeniably sweet finish that lingers long after its buttery notes have dissipated. I can tell somebody's been reading the the website notes. That's right from uh, Rocky Patel. Hey, but you know what? It's it's almost a perfect description. Yes, it is. Um, and you can get that in the robusto size that we were talking about. Yeah. Um, it's like a white label with uh, rose gold. And I will say for Rocky Patel, it's on the higher end of their price point. Yes. Um, but they worked on that cigar for for I think over ten years. I read. Yeah. And uh, Rocky Patel says we've never crafted. Or created a cigar with a more breathtaking palette than the all-new white label by Rocky Patel, and it's as simple as that. And I, I would agree. That's you know I love Rocky Patels. They're they're. You said you love their Edge series. Oh yeah, their Edge is the one that really introduced me to Rocky Patel over the you know over the time, uh, you know that I found them. Uh, now, for our listeners, uh, where we live here in uh, Oklahoma, that stick runs about twenty-one bucks or yeah, so. Yeah, twenty-one to twenty-four bucks. You know, so just want to give you now the edge, uh, uh, which is a very different taste profile. Not what he was saying; it's very different. That can go say eight or nine bucks an hour, uh, uh, an hour a, a stick. So. Um, Again, so they're different price points. You have to know what's good. Um, I had, uh, I, I, I've, I've been kind of waiting to say this. You know, if you're getting into cigars, you know, sometimes you might just, they, a lot of places will have these unbanded, unpackaged, they're just cigars. They, they can sell them at a discount rate, sometimes two, three, four bucks a stick or even cheaper. Uh, but they have no band on. You don't know who makes them. But but I would say even with that, get the Connecticut uh, Robusto. You know, uh, five by fifty, uh, five inch by fifty uh, ring gauge, and just give a few a try. And then maybe a lot of times the the uh, the guy behind the counter will tell you who really makes them, uh, but he can't really say to sell them at that cheap price. Yeah, um, and. The tobacco pouch has some Gallopintos that are unbanded cigars, and there you can get the Robusto for five dollars or the Gordos for six. And um, the, the Connecticut's great, but I've been enjoying the um, Habano, uh, which is you know a little bit darker wrapper. It's it's kind of in between a, a Connecticut and a Maduro, right? Kind of more of a medium body, I guess I would say. Um, but you know, for for a six dollar stick, it's got a good burn. 
and you can and you can hit like on your first third you're going to get those spices that you're looking for the peppery the spice and then you get a little bit more chocolate in the middle so um you know those gallopintos if you if you someone's getting that spice already that's right (laughs) (laughs) pass <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, you're 100 percent right. If you can find um, an unbanded cigar, try a couple of them. You uh, you will be pleasantly surprised at what what you're going to get for 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 your money. And I, again, I said I had a little something funny here for you. So I, I do stuff like this too. So uh, for the soundbite, you know, if you need a soundbite for this, you know, for your own podcast or you want to just get a sample, uh, you can tell them. Justin said, okay. So concerning the uh, cigar that I just mentioned, remember you want it, uh, you want it naked, uh, five inches or longer, with plenty of girth. <laughs> so. Uh, there you go. So stop recording there, and you can certainly take that out of context. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, the um, and Ted's does, uh, and uh, they do uh, cigars like that as well. Now, I've not seen that at some of our other places, like. Um, classic cigars and lounge uh or cigar box i've not kind of seen that there but uh but you know n- I never know tulsa hills has some they're by Ro- rojos um and rojos makes some that they call like the taco cigar and they're great cigars but rojos has a uh, it's a called a barber barber pole because it's kind of a maduro wrapper and a connecticut wrapper yeah it's kind of yeah it has that stripe yes. that goes up all, and, oh and, my god those you know those now those are eight dollars for the for the Gordos, but they are so good. Right. Well, I, and and again now, and, and this is all stuff for you to try. But again, I would I would uh, I really would work your way up because uh, yes, because uh, believe me, when you get that Habano wrapper and you start getting those spices for the very first time, you know you can be like, what is this? And, you know, my cigarette never did that. My my pipe never did that. I mean, you know. Or whatever you know, whatever you might. Or I'm not really used to smoking, uh, you know. But so that spice can be uh, something to be aware of, and maybe work your way up and make sure you like cigars first. But yes, but he's right. Then work on uh, Habano. Um, I would I would say save the Maduros, those really dark ones that you'll see on the shelf. I would say save Just those leave them there. Uh, until you're until you're ready. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, and you know, now you might smoke a couple cigars. And say, man, I'm digging this. I, you know, I want to move on to the, you know, to the oily earth. Well, okay, that's fine, but just make sure you're ready. That's all I say. Is make sure you're ready, and and make sure you uh, are, you know, you watch your body about how you react to the how the nicotine is delivered because it's different from a cigarette. You don't inhale these things uh, for you beginners. Um, don't worry about. If you're going to inhale the cigar or whatever, because believe me, if you inhale that cigar like you did a cigarette, that's a mistake you'll make one time in your entire life, and you won't ever make that mistake again. I can absolutely (laughs) absolutely promise you on that. Yes. And we've all done it, and to this day, we've never done it again. Not even on a dare. So I dare you to smoke that like cigarette. I'd be like, I know. I dare you to leave my house. Yeah. You know, so because it's so it's so different. So again, just be aware of that. Um, uh, Again, start with the Connecticut, your basic again, uh, uh, Macanudo or uh, Fuente. Uh, Fuente does make some different, more robust sticks, but get the like the Connecticut uh, Fuentes, and you you'll be you'll be fine. 
Yeah, so as before we wrap this up, I challenged you. I asked you earlier when I gave you a shout earlier. I said, uh, think about some artists and some music that you think are, are good artists to pair with cigars. Um, did you come up with a list? Well, I, I don't have a, a list per se, but or maybe but, just a few artists. Or? But but I will but I will say that um, uh, certainly uh, anybody in the jazz realm, and and I and I tell you a place where where this works too is. Uh, if you listen to techno music, okay, so within within techno there is something called uh, future bass uh, or trap, either one. It kind of has that that slower, more you know, kind of kind of you know, ghettoalicious beat, and then it has the music kind of pops in and out around the beats. Now that works well. Now see, I don't know if trap, especially, it's kind of really more rap based. I don't know if that makes me think about rolling blunts or whatever. But but to me, trap. <laughs> Trap really works with with cigars and future bass, even though it has all those, you know, has most of them have like the ladies like being real emotional and stuff and singing about love. So I don't know why, but that kind of beat and that kind of of jumping, you know, that the the melody or that I'm sorry, the chords and stuff jump in and out in and around the beat. That really seems to work. Now, if you're not into like to electronic EDM and that sort of thing. Obviously, jazz works with yeah. it. Obviously, blues works with it. Um, I would say, um, I would say, it, I would really, I would say everything, but uh, honestly, everything but but rock music. I, I I I mean, like, I don't mean metal. I didn't say metal. I'm saying like your basic rock music, like Three Days Grace and stuff like that. I don't know. And we will talk about this about music because I do want to talk about that in future episodes. But, but honestly, for me, like Three Days Grace and and uh, Shine Down and some of those guys, some of the modern guys making music, Theory of a Dead Man. Honestly, they're a little too feminine for cigars, from in my opinion. They they don't sound uh, masculine, and cigar should be definitely masculine and powerful like i was saying earlier it's about cigar is about power and so uh the modern rock doesn't work for it uh, so, so no creed uh, <laughs> wow creed is well yeah I, wow I, I could go both ways on that on creed i, I could go but i i could be i could be persuaded to go both ways on that but uh Another soundbite. So stop recording here. So uh, <laughs> you know. So uh, uh, yeah, I could. I but Creed. Um, yeah. Maybe. All right. All well, right. I want to play a little. I know why the cigars and the, the, the techno music work so well. Well, at, at, it, it was one. It, it's complex and has a big thump well, and beat. They each other. Right. That, that's what I'm explaining. The women are emotional and. The cigar is powerful, like like you know, the man, the masculine. So they complement each other. They're different, but they go well together. That's a great analogy. That is. So that, that's really good. I want to see if I can stump you real quick, Justin, because I don't I don't know that I'm going to be able to. But I'm going to turn a little music up in the headphones here, and I'm going to see if you can tell me who this is. It's a jazzy hip hop fusion. And you know these guys. Is that uh, is that Tribe Called Quest? No. No. Close. 
Oh, I, I don't know, dude. I, you got this gonna... is Ad Rock MCA and Mike D of the Beastie Boys. Wow. So I found this album. The name of this song is Ricky's Theme. I got to listen to Apple and Music. The name of the album. This is another one called Groove Homes. Oh, yeah. And the name of the album is The End Sound From The Way Out. And this is their all-instrumental jazz, hip-hop, fusion, fusion album. Wow. I dig it, man. Yeah, I, it was uh, released in 1996. Man, hey, this, hey, guys, let's, 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 let's jump in the hoopty. You got your arm around your best girl, and your other arm about the 40 of Natty Light, and one and two fingers holding that, holding that uh, five by 50. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Take Here we me go. there. <laughs> but yeah, that's that is the Beastie Boys, and I, I agree with you. The jazz, you can't go wrong with some Johnny Coltrane, some Miles Davis. Um, you know, it, it's BB uh, King, uh, Muddy Waters. Uh, another one. Another. Um, Another jazz player that I've gotten kind of into uh, is Charles Mingus. Charles Mingus. And and this is gonna this is this one right here is gonna be the one I'm I'm gonna blow everybody's mind with. Another great song from the movie That Thing You Do with Tom Hanks and the O'Neaters. No, 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 the Wonders. The Wonders. <laughs> I thought this was a real guy. This is Del Paxton with Time to Blow. That is a great cigar lounge song right there. Oh, that's that's a quintessential cigar lounge song right there. Yeah, I always thought Del Paxton was a real artist, and uh, sadly uh, he was not. <laughs> he was made up for the O'Neaters, the Wonders, the Wonders, the Wonders. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, well, what else do you want to plug before we get out of here? Well, I would say uh, next time, uh, uh, next time I, we, we will talk more about uh, my, my uh, true love, uh, pipe smoking, and, uh, and how that you know, will contrast that with all of the cigar talk. And then we'll kind of intersperse it in and out. Uh, we'll be having the uh, Metallica blackened pairing with the uh, whiskey. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make I'm gonna make Brother Sean drink whether he wants to or not. <laughs> you know, hey, it wouldn't be the first time someone's got a funnel and, and knock somebody on the ground and start pouring. You know, but 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 then again, you know, not you know we have to leave college sometime. So. Uh, we will we will definitely be having the blackened pairing. I want to talk about pipe smoking, uh, and you know, say if you want to begin in that. Um, the, the the again, I'll just say right now that the big advantage to pipe smoking is uh, it's it's a lot more e economical, and the nicotine hit isn't near what it is uh, with cigars. So maybe get into cigars. You say, oh man, this is you know this is maybe not exactly my thing but i still want to smoke with these ultra cool dudes because all the cool kids are doing it uh you know you might think about pipe smoking we'll talk about different uh different as aspects of that uh in uh future episodes i'm excited for this blackened because i've i've had the blackened cigar you have not no again I'm, save, I'm saving it that is by drew estate and papa Papa Het, as he goes by now, since oh he's a gosh. little older, you know. Uh, he's living <laughs> off the land in Colorado and eating his own meat. 
that he is uh, butchering from out there on his farm. Little, little blackened from the and Justice for All album playing under us here. Yeah, y'all remember that. This was actually um, when this album came out. I sh- I'll share a little memory for again. This, none of this happens in a vacuum. So I love this song because it was uh, it was released. Like, you know, and and I had went through a breakup at that time. You know, little little high school girlfriend. Boo hoo hoo. <laughs> I'm never gonna love again. You know, kind of thing. But this was also the comeback album after uh, their bassist died. And uh, and so this was like their comeback, like we're back, like we're, we're done crying, we're done all that, and we're back and heavier than ever. And I love that. And it was in my life as well, like I'm back, no more boo-hooing. Uh-huh. And in my senior year, baby, baby. Give me know. my Letterman jacket yeah. back. Yeah, man. You know, so uh, Blackened, uh, that's what kicked it off for me. That's what kicked it off uh, uh, for that great album and Justice for All. And so I have a great memory of that. So I'm hoping that this uh, cigar and uh, whiskey will be, hey, we're I'm, I'm back, but, but now in podcast form. That's right. So No turntables, but we got two microphones. That's right, man. No ones and twos, you know. I, I'll give up my moniker, DJ Shockhouse, but uh, I'll give that up. If anybody wants that out there, you know, you can have it. But uh, come in from the rain and get a shock is what I used to say. That's right. But I, but but in the end, I was just a studio gangster. <laughs> well, listen, hey, man, thank you so much for jumping on here with me and, and, and laying down this first episode. Uh, many, many more to come on Smoking Sounds. I promise you that. And they will get better. And just a little nervous at first. They will get better because once I get started, especially after if I'm when I start drinking on these episodes. Yeah. Oh my God, it's going to be it's like come. two hour <laughs> two hour bonus track, two hour bonus. You know, say play that one track, and I'll show you how I can sing harmony with it or whatever. <laughs> oh my God. So it, it'll be it'll be karaoke night on Smoking <laughs> Sounds with with Justin. Um, well, listen. That's a wrap on today's episode of Smoking Sounds. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. And remember to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. And follow us on social media at Smoking, S-M-O-K-I-N, Sounds Pod, on all social medias to never miss a beat or a draw. Remember, all great podcasts start with a single episode. And today, that episode is smoking sounds right on